Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to Life Logistics. Here we are again to try and help you with all your problems and woes, uh, which you've communicated to us via the electronic communication system of planet Earth. Um, oh, I got is that an email I've just sent you? Just buzzed. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Wow. Again, we're, we're emailing behind your back, listeners. Like <laughs> now, <laughs> we're you know about you. We're talking to you, but we're secretly like. You don't know what we're chatting about. We might be slacking you off, yeah. This thing is operating on many levels at the Mm. same time that you know nothing about. Well, you know a bit about it now because we've just revealed it. But um, just be wary, that's all we're saying. Don't just assume that this is all there is. What you're hearing now, there's so much more. We are are Planet Earth's first multidimensional podcast. (laughs) Of course we are. Um... Right, have you got any there, Sam? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, logistics? here we go. Uh, there's one about umbrellas here, which is a good subject, which I don't feel we've given enough time to in the past. Ever touched strange, on umbrellas yet? Strange that we've not discussed umbrellas. Weird. If you think yeah. about it, blind spot. Um, absolute minefield, of course, aren't they? Uh, umbrellas. Yeah, can be. But we'll yeah. get into that now. This is from. Um, oh, this is from someone who says, "Don't say my name." Fuck knows don't why, but anyway, yeah, I don't want I don't want the public knowing that I've got an umbrella issue going on. <laughs> if my boss is found out, I'll get in big trouble. Uh, anyway, he says, gentlemen, as a keen umbrellaist, resident mm. of Manchester, I never know whether it's best to buy a cheap umbrella or a more expensive one. It's more complex than just buy the best you can afford, as you're just as likely to lose or damage both. Both work just as well. Well, that's not true. And a casual bloke observing probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Also not true. It's the same issue with many items. Pens, bike inner tubes, and even watches. I urgently, and he has underlined urgently, await your advice. Well, sorry, mate, because we've been about a week getting back to this. But listen, first I'll let Andy handle the most of this. But I would say umbrellas, yeah, I've been in the same dilemma myself. I'm always losing shit like that, so I personally would never buy an expensive one, I don't think, because I would 100% definitely lose it. However, I don't think it's true 
that it's the, if, if you were right in your assumption that they work the same anyway and they look the same, no one can tell the difference, then you haven't really got a question to ask us, have you? Because no. if, if you believe those things to be true, then why on earth would you buy an expensive one? Clearly, an expensive one is going to work better, be more robust, because a lot of umbrellas do fucking break with the slightest gust of wind, right? Yeah. And they're going to look more stylish, right? You can get stylish-looking umbrellas. There is an umbrella shop in Oxford Street, New Oxford Street in London, which mm. is one of the best fucking shops you can see in London. I can't remember what it's called. People will know it's, it's quite famous, but it's it's a proper old tradition. It's like the sort of umbrella shop that Sherlock Holmes would have gone to for his oh. umbrellas. It's very old Victorian-looking shop that I think has nice. been there for fucking ages. And it's Almost just like... like- Almost like a tourist attraction in in itself. I think it is. I think you know you will yeah. read it written about, and it's amazing. It's just like and you know an old man runs it, like mm. like the wand shop in Harry Potter that John Hurt works in. Right. Um, it's basically like that. So you can go and get a pricey umbrella from there, or you can get one with a wooden duck's head. That kind of oh, vibe's lovely. quite good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can get some branded, like, if you were a fancy, if you were one of the rappers or Instagram influencer, you might get a Louis Vuitton one, mightn't you? Or okay. yeah. if you were younger, you might get a Supreme one or something like that. But for me, I've only ever had cheap ones because I just lose everything. So that's my point of view. I do not own an umbrella, as far as I know. And I can't remember the last time I, I, I had one. Well, I, I the does week, anyone in the northeast have umbrellas? Well, we don't own coats or anything like that, do we? We just go out without t-shirts on whatever the weather. I mean, so, in, um, in a no, way, I imagine if you've if you're born and raised in the northeast, then the idea of having a special accessory that's a, a stick and a special protection thing that you put over your head to stop the rain getting on your head. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, yeah, it does sound very silly. I don't want the water to go on my head or body. Uh, uh, I'm all right. <laughs> what will happen now? What will become of me? Pre- fetch my protection device. <laughs> I don't know if there's any stats about uh, umbrella sales by region, but I yeah. suspect that the North East will be quite low down. And um, on what? A what? Uh, you, uh, hello. Do you have... I'm visiting from the South... Do you have an... I've noticed there's a shower heading this way. Do you have any... Do you stock any umbrellas? Or what? Umbrellas? Eh? Or bongo? Or bongo? No, they drink it in the Congo. No, they don't sell that no more. It's all Capri Sun nowadays and Monster Energy. I can do you a lilt. (laughs) More or less the same, like. Bit fizzier. No, an an umbrella, a brolly. A fucking what? This isn't oh. a sex shop, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking gagging with some lilt now, though. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would assume the rule is always buy cheap, buy twice. Do you know what I mean? I've said this before again and again. Don't buy a cheap umbrella because you're just asking for trouble. But at the same time, don't fucking splurge a massive amount on something you're going to use. Well, if my experience, never. Well, I've, got a, the- I've got a coat with a hood. So, you know, I don't need an umbrella. <laughs> and you've got a shaved head, which is quite good. And I've got a shaved head, so it just like, slides off. I, I yeah. used to have quite long hair, and then rain was horrible then, because it would really, like, just get, get very soft and wet. It was like walking around with a um, dishcloth 
that an, an, an unsqueezed. Yeah, it's horrible. So baldness has worked for me, but yeah, I mean you're right. Buy cheap, buy twice. But you're gonna buy twice either way, mate, because brollies are the lose most it. losable thing. So what I do yeah. is a combination of as a southerner who does who has resorted to the shame mm. of carrying a brolly many times. I will usually you get caught in a shower. I'm not some cunt who goes out of it just in case. Some people, especially in the olden days, you know, if you look at like Reginald Perrin, whatever the weather yeah. was like, when he went out in the morning, his fit wife would hand him his briefcase. She was and fit, his, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. His briefcase and his brolly by the door as he walked out, wouldn't she? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just standard. It didn't matter if it was summer or not because in, in there was a, there was an age where every English gentleman would carry an umbrella. Right. Whereas now, I prefer to go out carrying nothing at all if I can. Yeah. Right. Because I like to wow. feel like a free man of the land. I don't like to be weighed down with uh, equipment. I was, I was just going to ask you about about pocket use. You've got a pair of jeans on, Sam. Let's see. Yeah. It. Front front right hand pocket. What do you keep in there? Uh. Well, I tend to try and keep not much in in my pocket. So in, in the jean pocket, I'd have cash walking around my neck. Same. Cash, yeah. front right. Front left, I've got keys in there. And mobile phone. No, keys would be in my coat. Mm, what if you lose your coat? I don't don't lose coats. I mean, obviously, you I have lost coats. Coat. I have lost coats in my life, but it's yeah. very rare. It's relatively rare. Right. Okay. That seems like a risky strategy. I wouldn't do that. Uh, back right pocket, anything in there? I've got my uh, wallet in there. Do you? Oh, this no a, way. This is a pickpockets guide I'm giving no out here way. to my own personal security. I wouldn't have my wallet in my jean pocket. I would no? have... Again, in the like, coat? In the coat, yeah. What if you go out with a coat on in the summer? In the summer, that's you a good a question. Bag? I'd probably have a man bag of some description. Do you, have, do you have what's called a fanny pack? No, but I might get one this summer. Can we do some TFTM fanny packs? You can get them. You get the Latvians oh, do them, mate. Oh, it's happening! It's fucking happening. You can get them. So, yeah, rear, mainly rear, I'm mainly right side. I, I love winter oh. and autumn because I've got a big parker that's massive and it's got multiple pockets and large pockets, yeah. and I keep fucking everything in there. Like it's like carrying a bag. Hmm. Or hmm. my. One of my role models in life who I've talked about before is my Hungarian father-in-law, right? Yes. Who's like a legend. And he's yeah. got lo loads of his life logistics are like, you know, my sort of life goals. So one of the things he does, which I might have mentioned before, is he reached an age long ago where he was like, he only lives for practicality, right? <laughs> so yeah. he wears a flak jacket all the time. Right. Yeah. All the time. He's not one of these nutters who's got fucking delusions of being in the military at all. He's not mm. like that at all. But he's just like, I got a load of shit that I need to carry around with me. Watches, mm. pens, uh, wallets. Compasses. Compasses, all sorts of shit. So he's like, <laughs> why would I fucking rely just on two trouser pockets for that shit? He's And he's yeah. got, he's like the Fonz, I've talked about before, when he's in England, because he lives in Budapest, but he likes to do a lot of his shopping when he's in England, because I think he thinks the shops in Budapest are shit, which, to be honest, they probably are. Well, Depending on what it. you're buying. But he, he um, he'll buy, he'll stock up on flat jackets while he's here. I don't right. know where he goes. I think yeah. he goes to Army Surplus. He'll get a load. They're all the same colour. 
but they'll, he wears them because he wears them all the time, like every day, all day, every day. Yeah. He's got an outfit like the Fonz. It's one of those. <laughs> some jeans from M&S. He always wears sort of sandals or slides at all times for comfort. Yeah. In the winter, he'll yeah, wear them a with socks. There's a lot to be said for it. It's a strong yeah. look, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always, like, we're talking about watches. You know, people say, oh, you know, buy cheap, buy twice. Watches are things you can easily lose. Plus, I always think any bloke who's spent quite a lot of money on a watch, and I'm not trying to make out I'm Mr. Humble because I'm a fucking, you know, I spend all sorts of money or have done in the past on stupid things that I think look stylish. But watches, no. I've always been a Casio man. My father-in-law always been a Casio man. The, the classic Casio watch costs about mm. 20 quid. I've got a gold one because I'm quite fancy, but it still ain't mm. cost 20 quid. He has, the, you know, the black rubber ones that you used to have at yeah. school. Again, yeah. the cunt's got about 20 of them, mate, in his rig in Budapest. Fucking hell. He's Is got it the ones with the calculator on? Uh, no, it's even lower fine than that. It's the entry-level <laughs> one. He has an entry-level Casio. He has a flat jacket. And as I've told you before, he's got... He bulk buys bottles of Boots' own brand sandalwood aftershave. £2.99 a bottle. Has a fucking shit ton of them in his rig. Hey, he's going to have all kinds of problems now with Brexit when he tries to get back to Budapest with all of that. He's going to need export invoices and all sorts of fucking... Yeah, but he's he's a a wily character. He'll have have put things... He's the sort of bloke who'll have put his own sort of processes in place months in advance of Brexit, (laughs) I promise you. He'll have set up some sort of shell business or something like that (laughs) to just get his flat jackets and watches imported. So getting back to the the trousers situation, uh, back right-hand side, like I've said, wallet, you're saying nothing? Business card. I'm s- yeah, not I won't, uh, not my business, business cards. Card, but sometimes I'm out at a high-powered business meeting and put someone yeah. go, here's my card, and I'll think, that's yeah. going straight in the back pocket. Because yeah. that way okay. I know as well, it's like when these jeans go in the wash, I'll never check the back pocket, so this business card will get what it deserves, which is to be put through a fucking hot wash and turned <laughs> to mush. <laughs> <laughs> so, I give him a smile leaves- knowing, I'm going to, that's going to fucking die a painful death, you silly cunt. It's not the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves us with uh, rear back left. Now, all I keep in there is dog shit bags for when I'm right. walking the dog. I keep, no, a, co- I keep a colourful bandana which uh, hanging out, which shows other people what se- what sexual acts <laughs> I'm prepared to undertake. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. I change it depending on my mood that day. Depending on what you f- what you're up for. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, what I'm suggesting is instead of an umbrella in that back left pocket, which at the minute just had dog shit bags in, you get one mm. of those foldable ponchos that you can get in a packet and just carry oh, that good, yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the time. Well, my system with brollies is if I get caught in the rain, I like to go to a newsagent or outside the tube stations, there'll always be like a little kind of stall that sells newspapers or whatnot. And um, and they always sell like these one-pound brollies and they fucking get them out as soon as it starts raining. And that's where I believe the majority of umbrellas in Britain are now bought, are emergency yeah. umbrellas, because people just buy them. But they're the shittiest things, and I'll buy it if it's an emergency, and it will rarely last me all the way home, because if there is even the gentlest of winds, it will blow inside out, and then one of the metal yeah, spokes yeah. will bend and snap off. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and you and look the o- foolish. The only other thing that can get better is sometimes you will happen to get hold of a promotional umbrella, right? Yeah. Which is a big, media. a big golf umbrella that someone's got fucking branded up with the name of their yeah. company. And if you can get hold mm-hmm. of one of those, that's a great opportunity. How does that stand with your avowed hatred of golf? Doesn't matter to because me. Doesn't matter doesn't to me. Matter. I'm, oh, I'm walking around the streets. I'm not fucking on a golf course. I'm walking around okay. the streets doing my thing. Okay. But you're, you're affecting a I'll golfing be like, lifestyle. I'll be like, this is my street umbrella, mate. Yeah, ah, I've, I've, nicked it. I've nicked it from the golfing world, but this is from my street operations. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> um, so, so there we are. Uh, that's half an episode on umbrellas. And I hope well, that was well worth it because, as I say, we have never done umbrellas before, so we do. I think it's a um, subject we might return to, hopefully. Yeah. Jalapeno. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. What else have we got? I've got one here mm. uh, from Cunter Mike. He describes himself. Mm. He's even got an email address set up as Cunter Mike, and I won't say the second bit. Uh, well, all Peter of his emails, emails must go to spam. No one must ever receive an email from him. Fuck, that's how we have. <laughs> well, we have. And... Mm. The uh, title is Someone Else Using My Email Address, ironically. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he says, all right, lads, uh, some fucker who shares my name, <laughs> couldn't mm-hmm. a mic, has been using my email address, not this one, he says, to sign up to various online accounts and services. Last year, mm-hmm. he used my email in order to switch energy supplier using a third-party service. I contacted Very them, letting shrewd. them know of his error, and asked them to sort it out. After a few emails of them not getting the gist of the situation, I just fucking cancelled this energy supplier switch. The cunt hasn't learned his lesson and has now pulled the same stunt to order nearly 50 quid's worth of meat from a Scottish butcher. I've changed his account <laughs> password and cancelled the order, but now I have his full address and phone number. <laughs> oh, I may be so going what are you going to do with that? 
Well, he says, I may be going full Lampard, but I haven't had the time to be doing some other cunt's email admin. How do I sort this once and for all? Well, have you thought about fucking emailing him? Well, no, no. How you can email him? He, he think this cunt thinks his email address is cunt to Mike's email address. He'd have to email himself. Well, he'll get confused. Tell him, and he wouldn't find out. Well, you've got his uh, full address and phone number, it says there, Mike. Right to the cunt, or call him out. Right, send him an old-fashioned letter. Right, oh, letter goes say, a long way. Call him up. It goes <clears> a long it, way writing it? letters, doesn't it? I mean, I haven't done yeah, it in a while, good. but I might do it soon. Yeah, and I think it has more of an impact on someone as well. Hmm. Um, I think we should re- restore the, the culture of letter writing. I think if anyone's got any life logistics issues, they should have to write us a letter rather than put it in an email because it, it know, it, we, we know that you mean it. Maybe we should um, do a stationary, the Top Flight Time Machine letter writing kit. <laughs> or competition. Yeah. We'll do a re- letter writing competition. We will do... Points for calligraphy mm. and points for content. Yes. And style and grammar. language. Grammar. Very good grammar. <laughs> who would do, who will become the top flight time machine letter writer of the year? <laughs> yeah. You can do little pictures as well if you wish. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. We need well, to get a PR box in mind. Yeah, oh god, I'm not fucking giving me a dress out. If if he's got the phone number of this cunt then just text him surely unless it's a landline give him a ring mm. no one's putting the landline down for anything anymore are they yeah. I tell you what though, I've been triggered by the thought of 50 quid's worth of meat from a Scottish butcher yeah I'm vegetarian that, that even triggers me a bit I would have just changed the fucking uh, address on the order and I'd have diverted to myself diverted it of course you could have had 50 quid's it's worth punishment. of meat for free mm-hmm and then if he finds out, just say, listen, that's my payment for you going around using my identity, yeah, exactly. mate. And I think yourself lucky. You, think yourself lucky, because yeah. that's the least I could charge you. I could have you banged up for this. This is identity debt. Instead, I've just accepted payment in meat. <laughs> Traditional style. Yeah. When I was at Heat Magazine, we uh, one of the things that I, I'm most proud of is when... Um, Lady Gaga turned up at the MTV Awards dressed in a dress made of meat. Yes. Right? I remember that. So so I said, let's do a let's do a comp- splash of competition on the front page of that week's mag, which came out a few days later, just saying, win Lady Gaga's MTV dress, right? <laughs> and so lots of people bought it and said, fucking hell, we can win the dress. But in fact, what I did was I did a deal with a butcher and we would sell them the equivalent <laughs> amount of meat. <laughs> <laughs> we'd got a butcher to look at the dress and assess how assess much it meat it was and how much yeah. it probably cost and then basically <laughs> do a Lady Gaga special box but you had to turn it into a dress yourself once it arrived or you could eat it the option was yours I was so delighted with that I'm not sure if the teenage girls who just you know sincerely loved Lady Gaga yeah. probably enjoyed it as much as I did but yeah, More that wasn't what was important, of... was it? What was important was me no, no. Uh, amusing myself. Yeah, that's mm. the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's an ethos which has carried on to this podcast to this day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Better suited to this so, podcast, to be fair. Yeah. So yeah, just fucking just give the cunt a ring, mate. Just tell him to sort his email out. Um, Andrew says, uh, "What does a five-pound Christmas spoon look like?" Oh yeah. This course goes back. I to meant to ask the, you about uh, that. Yeah collective 
Christmas and birthday list for me kids that me and my wife do on a Google document um, so we can both see what we've bought. And, of course, it just said spoon, £5 for both, <laughs> child, both of the children. And I had no idea what this was, but we were, we were all looking forward to seeing what it was. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. It's a fucking spoon. And on the other end, it's a fucking fork. It's a fork spoon. Um, now, why she didn't put fork spoon on the list or a spot, fork that's a instead spork. of spoon? Well, it's not a spork because a spork oh, is two is in one. One end. Yeah. It's a spoon and a fork combined in one tool. This yeah. is a fork at one end and a spoon at the other, so you can twirl it like uh, like a baton, like a cheerleader would do. Oh yeah, that's nice. And twirl between one and the other. Um, yeah, but say you've been eating a soup for your say you get a starter, yeah. and it's soup, and you eat soup. Yeah. Eat, 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 drink, drink, drink. Yeah, And then next comes your main, which might be chips, right? And yeah. you flip it round and start forking the chips. But there's fucking re- soup residue on the spoon bit, which has effectively become yeah. your handle. Yeah. So now you've got uh, what's known as soup hand. Well, you're not because you're using the, the area in the middle, the mm. neutral zone. Yeah, well, that, doesn't, you, that doesn't You're using sound. the neutral zone to u- use your fork. That also, yeah. well, hang on. If you've got soup, you're going to lick the soup spoon clean, aren't you? If it's lovely soup, you're not going to leave any residue. It's still going to be damp. Nah, it'll dry, I think, in the atmosphere. I don't see that as being a problem. The only in problem the atmosphere I see, of your dining room. Hang on. The only problem I foresee is getting to dessert. And then you've got... Maybe you've got a bit Flip of soup residue. Spoon. Or What's or a dessert? Spittle. It's fucking... Right, we're going to... We're going to have trifle. But there's already there's still a bit of tomato soup on my fucking spoon. Nah, just lick it clean. I know, but I've licked it clean, but without it being for a proper dishwash... There's still something. It might be in my imagination, but there's sort of like the traces of tomatoey yeah. soup that are really affecting my enjoyment of this trifle. And also, even though it's my own, I don't want to put my dry spittle into the trifle. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even so, though it's your own spit, I know that's like yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it is. It doesn't. It should have a third. It should be like a Swiss Army knife, with all of the different. Uh, possible combinations but you need more than one spoon on it don't you you need two spoons one for starter and one for dessert but but still five quid for a spooky for a spooky for a uh, forky spoon nah not for me and and the kids haven't used it yet so i can't tell you how um how well uh, how how good it is i'm looking at another one here from Haley kennedy says not a question but just a thank you got myself an air fryer and a shark because of you guys oh and thanks for the laughs too there we go. That's there that's go. our advice in action. I've been on Twitter earlier this morning asking what's the best frozen chips, Sam. Oh yeah. And the I've been inundated like never before. Mm. Well, not for a few months anyway. Um, with suggestions, and every cunt seems to be suggesting different things. So yeah, I'm so no you can't. Forward. There's no poll. You can't like sort of shrink it down from what you've had so far to a final three or four. That's what I did with the who when I need the new vacuum. First, it was mm. just like whatever, and then I I kind of thought, well, these seem to be the fourth most, the foremost recurring, and then I did a yeah. poll, and obviously Shark won. I mean, that's all in the past. I'll ask now. Richard Osman to do a to do a World Cup of frozen chips for me. Yeah, I mean, he does all that, doesn't he? We, as you know, we have Chip Thursday in this house, and we yeah. so we've gone through quite a lot of different variants, um, mm. and I. The favourite towards the end, but it does change because you can get bored of one type of chip and then you want yeah. to switch things out. 
but McCain fries, like skinny fries, right? Are quite, and a lot of restaurants use that. I remember they, they? Yeah, the okay. newspapers got hold of like Gordon Ramsay having um, a McCain truck turn up at one of his fanciest restaurants every morning, and All they right, discovered yeah. that he was serving up for like you know a portion of chips in some Michelin star restaurant of Gordon Ramsay's cost like yeah. eight quid or something, but it was just McCain skinny fries. Oh, well, that's workplace bullies for you. Yeah, um, and and I am, um, but now. Not to be fancy, but because I got Len got the deep fat fryer for his birthday, and because I read that book about um, food over Christmas, which made me really paranoid about anything that's been made in a factory, I'm now yeah. I've just I've just switched it to fresh chips, and fresh chips are the best chips. I, what do you do them in? Do you, have you got a deep fryer? Yeah, oh, you have, haven't yeah, you? yeah. So I'm saying it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's lens deep fry, so we make them together. Yeah. And in my stocking at Christmas, do you know one of the things that Santa bought me? It's yeah, actually what? it's bigger than a stocking. It's a pillowcase, so I can get extra big <laughs> presents in it. And do you know what I got? A fucking vegetable dicer, mate. The, the nicer dicer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pillowcase like what a burglar would use. Yes, it's like a swag bag. And it's got my name written on it in Christmassy colours. A vegetable dicer. Vegetable dicer, mate. Get the fucking what do you vegetable. Dice you make soup or stuff with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only thing is, it doesn't work. It's not powerful enough to. Ch- I was hoping it would chip the potatoes, but it can't quite handle a spud. It's happier with right. like courgettes, onions, yeah. peppers, etc. But it's a lot of fun. Or chipper. I've got one of those potato chipper machines. The oh, hand, yeah. hand usable ones. Oh, I'm a, I you might just get put the one of those. Into the thing, well, and then you pull the handle bang, down, and it done. instantly chips. Yeah, peel it first, obviously. You get regular chip or French fry size. Okay, how much did this cost roughly? Can you remember? About a tenner, maybe. Fucking getting I got it, it when I got the air fryer. I'd promised myself a no purchase January, like literally mm. nothing. Mm. But that might be worth making an exception for. I'm I'm at a stage where I don't want to go to the shops very often, so I want to invest in frozen chips. So mm. it's one less thing I've got to go out for yeah, if yeah. I need to buy chips. Mm. Don't, why aren't you getting so, your stuff delivered, mate? Can't you get a delivery slot? I, yeah, I can do click and collect, but then they always just give you stuff that's out of date on the day when you get it. But what about when the van comes up to your thing? You can't get It's quite hard to get a slot, isn't it? Um, I don't think it's that hard to get a slot, but like they, they're they not taking on new customers. You, you you go to the supermarket car park and then you've got to, you know, get what take whatever they give you. I got, sometimes they'll just. I got the cunt turns up at my house and delivers it. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Nah, nah. In lockdown, it's bloody great, mate. Well, he turns up with a load of crates. I take them in, empty them onto the kitchen counter, and then taking his crates back out. And and I take the opportunity to have a little chat as well. All right, yeah. All right, mate. Just keep in with the the, the, the working man. All right, mate. Doing a bit of delivering, are you? <laughs> well, time you knock off then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all the day this year, and I thought not. You lost a bit of weight, have you? You're looking very well. <laughs> I haven't stopped stop the COVID. Yeah, mate. Not being funny, but um, do you remember Dick Turpin, that TV show from the eighties? <laughs> no, no, I don't matter. I don't forget what. Forget I said anything. It's just it's really. If you ever fancy it, um, you could. I've got them all on DVD. 
It's just my kids won't watch it with me. So if you ever fancy it, it might be the sort of thing you like. What do you do? Dick Tobin. I grew up in Algeria. No Dick Tobin there. No, we don't have a programme like that. Stop talking well, about that. Got... Well, I'm just saying, mate, you might like it. Don't knock it till you tried it. It's, well, it's, it's just it's a nice way of you to indoctrinate yourself in the culture <laughs> of your new home. Yeah, in case you get a citizenship for... test or anything like that. They're bad to ask you about Dick Turpin because he's like a national treasure, isn't he? Obviously, you'll have to watch you through the window because of the lockdown and everything, but I'll leave the window out when she yeah, leave mate. it. Yeah, mate, I'll put you a cup of tea out there on the on the ledge, right? And you just sit yourself down there by the flower bed and I'll put it on. You won't be able to hear it, but I'll put the subtitles on. I'll t- Yeah, I'll put the subtitles on. It's another way that you learn a language, isn't it? Yeah. I know one much, Dick Turpin, you stupid man. Just sign here for replacement. The... <laughs> they're, they're not Janet so we replace with Red Leicester. Oh, fuck that, mate. I'm not having that. Nah, I'm not signing you'd for have, that. You'd have got any fucking double Gloucester, you cunt. <laughs> I'd rather have no fucking. You've gone fuck off. You can't watch Dick Turpin now. Try and mug me off with Red Leicester. That's why I like to go myself. Yeah. But I only go I only go after 8.45pm when there's no cunt in. Nice and empty. It's great. Mm. It's like when Michael Jackson used to get him to shut down toy shops for him so he could go around himself. Yeah, or Alan Partridge like used to get Tandy shut down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's really good. Also, I forgot to say, you know that Mullerkintyre cheddar that you yeah. were going on about? Taste yeah. the difference. Yeah, can't get it anymore. Can't yeah? I've got some downstairs. No. I'll put some, some in. I'll put some in an envelope for you and send it. Out. <laughs> I'll cut off a couple of chunks. <laughs> put it in a freezer bag. Mm. No, can't get it. It's not up here anyway. Well, we we've got some. We had it in the last shop. So you bastards. One rule for the Maybe south. Got a buck in. Yeah. So John says, please. We're running low on Malacca cheese. Well, cut it off from the northeast. They wouldn't know the difference <laughs> between that and some. They don't fucking, appreciate it. They don't. They give them the mild cheddar. Tastes like fire. You Send them to give, London. You can give them candle wax, and they'll be grateful. <laughs> Put that on your crackers. <laughs> no, we must stop Father Malcolm in London <laughs> for the Queen and Prince Philip and our leaders, the captains of industry. <laughs> oh God, it's my life's work to get some now. Um, that's about it then, I reckon. We've yeah. uh, helped a couple of people. We've, d- we've done a lot of good for the world, for. which is what we always we do. We have, and I'm now looking forward to an influx of more frozen chip suggestions coming in on social well, media. Maybe there'll be an independent um, frozen chip maker out there, uh, like because we've had some <laughs> luck with people sending us things. If you are we in have, the frozen yeah. chip business or you're thinking of setting up, because you know all these like artisan sort of small batch people on Etsy and all of that. Why is no one trying to do that yeah. with chips? Yeah, well, true. Maybe we'll make a breakthrough. Yeah. On the back of this, we'll see. Mm. Uh, keep your questions coming in because we love them so, and we love you all as well. Goodbye. We're so lucky to have you as our fans and friends. 